0: Hello and welcome to the Belmont Story Project. My name is Nancy McComb and I'm one of the reference librarians here at the Belmont Public Library. Today is Friday, May 19th, 2017 and I'm uh, in the Claflin room at the library speaking with Emily Ross who is uh, a Belmont parent. Welcome to the Belmont Story Project. Thank you Nancy. So from talking to you a little bit, um, it sounded like you wanted to discuss a bit um, about your experience being a parent here on, in Belmont. So, um, And your son goes to one of the schools here? Daniel Butler. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So.
1: Yeah, so we moved here in 2015, which is only two years ago. Uh, And at the time, he was four, and uh, he started attending Adventures Preschool, which is up in the old uh, buildings that are associated with the Catholic Church up on Lexington Street. And um, at this time, Adventures runs in the basement there. And so he was there for uh, one and a half years, and then uh, started just this past September at Daniel Butler. So that's part of what we experienced here being interacting with the the preschool system and the school system Um, and also just you know our experience of the resources available in Belmont around the place that we went to um, when we were finding places to go on the weekends and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so your son started at, at the Adventures Preschool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just curious already from the name of that, is that... Um, do they sort of focus on adventures or is it just a nice name
1: they um, they have more than a usual number of field trips mm-hmm. um, they they do go out and they also uh, make a point of um, going across to PQ Park and and um, sometimes to up to Beaverbrook mm-hmm. um, and uh, they also want um, I accompanied them on their field trips especially in the summer Um, so last summer we went to uh, the butterfly place and Uh, the one um, the
0: one in Westford Yeah, that's
1: right and Franklin Park Zoo and uh, they also went to Legoland so during the summer they go on a field trip about once a month Mm -hmm. Um, and that was really great because um, you know you want to get out and about and they also have quite a nice space there and they uh, convert a part of the car park in summer to a spray park area that they make themselves with um, traffic cones and hoses and things and the kids love that so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we went there. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah it sounds terrific Mm -hmm. Um, and your son liked it.
1: He did like it I I think that uh, mm, it was good for him because he's very physical and uh, this is an issue that we've had previously with other Daycares that just have a small inside space mm-hmm. and it's not enough. He needs you know outdoor and they have a nice little playground in behind the buildings mm-hmm. as well. So they Perfect. get out, out every day. So that's Perfect. important. Right.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. right. And um. So now he's a little bit older. So he's transferred. Now to he's
1: North at Daniel Butler and okay. he loves Daniel Butler. We love Daniel Butler. Um, and yeah, he has been in Ms. Ruddick's class um, at kindergarten and um, he'll be going up to first grade next year we don't know yet his teacher Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's been a very positive experience he's been very happy we've had all sorts of activities that they do there Um, just recently um, this last week i was involved in our international fair and uh, the school is extremely diverse and they have people from many different countries who attend um, often who are associated with harvard and um, So we had people from 20 different countries doing stalls about their countries, and then we had food from those countries and performances from those countries. And my job was to make a little passport, and the students went around and got a stamp in their passport from visiting, quote unquote, um, Mm -hmm. these 20 countries.
0: So so Kind of like an Epcot Center situation. Yes, that's right,
1: that's right. So uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And they do a lot of um, activities like that. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's very busy, um, yeah. which is it's pretty active for a relatively small school.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah a disproportionate number of things going on. Yeah. So,
0: it sounds oh. like they get creative with what they're doing. They do.
1: They do. And it's, it's sort of accumulative that they have... Uh, a huge number of these things that they sort of do every year and then because they've done them every year they keep doing them and then they add and add and mm-hmm. add so they have sort of many, many activities mm-hmm. um, that happen so that's that's, that's been very nice
0: yeah.
1: um, they're going to be um, uh, having to put on some extra uh, space probably sort of encapsulated prefab buildings or something um, to cope with the demand but mm-hmm. So the classes are a bit too big at the moment, but
0: mm-hmm. uh, uh, they're working on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said you you've, you and your son have been pleased with Miss Ruddock, is it? Miss Ruddock yeah, is what's wonderful. What's she, she, like? she
1: has been, I think, a teacher for, you know, 20 or so years. She, she has a, a wall in her class with, like, the class photos of all the classes she's taught many, wow. many, many years. And she has a very nice little system going on in her class where, uh, you know, she... Um, has everything already planned and then we, you know, we get a, an email at the end of each week telling us what's going on and and uh, you get the feeling that you know, she knows what she's doing. She's, mm-hmm. she's done this before and and you know the kids have a kind of routine of they, they do a, a science book and they do a, a writing book and they, you know they work on them and they bring them home and, mm-hmm. and so on. And, and I think that the, the structure is very reassuring. And, and my son is very happy and comfortable there.
0: Mm. Oh, terrific. mm mm, mm. Okay. Um,
1: and it sounds like you volunteer there as well? Yes, I, I volunteer in the library um, there, and also, you know, various sort of PTA kind of things. Mm. They're always trying to get, rope us into doing
0: activities over there. Okay. So, mm, okay. mm, mm. Um, I think uh, just since we've been talking about your son, I just want to ask, what's his name?
1: Oh, his name's Corin. C-O-R-I-N.
0: C-O-R-I-N. P-O-R-I-N. Okay. Yes. Great. Yeah, of course. Mm. Um, just changing the topic a little bit, um, mm-hmm. I'm curious just from uh, hearing you and, and also from seeing your resume, which I saw earlier, um, it looks like you uh, used to live in New Zealand. Are you a New Zealander? I'm a New Zealander. Mm-hmm. I was born in New Zealand and it, it's kind of a, one of these twists
1: and turns sort of stories. Um, I did my PhD in literature and uh, there are no jobs you know the New Zealand has five universities there are literally five jobs that I would have been qualified for and none of them were vacant mm-hmm. um, so I ended up teaching academic writing in Japan and my husband was um, doing a research exchange in Japan mm-hmm. uh, and we
0: met up and fell in love and came back here oh, So. Okay. Mm. So I'm just curious, because um, I think from, again, from reading your resume, it looked like you had two masters and a PhD. Yes, yes. So I'm wondering what uh, what drew you to all that education. And
1: yeah, failure to get a job, mostly. Uh, so I did my master's in literature, and then I went on to do a PhD in literature. Um, our tertiary system is a little different than America. Mm-hmm. You, you have to do a master's to get a phd and especially to get scholarships Mm -hmm. to get a phd so uh, whereas here i think you do a masters and then you get approved and then you kind of continue the same project and and get a doctorate for it um for us it's a separate step um and I wanted to be an academic and to be an academic you have to get a PhD so I had to do both those steps. But um, I found when I came here that um, unfortunately humanities departments are largely dying and Mm. um, literature is rarely taught and instead there's a lot of mm, remedial type academic writing which I was qualified to do and I got an adjunct position at UMass Lowell doing uh, but I hated being an adjunct um, because it is very very unstable. They mm-hmm. um, the contract semester by semester contracts okay. and for remedial English in particular they hire a huge number of people for the first semester and then fire everybody apart from about ten right. um, who are needed for the people who are repeating or had a clash in the first mm-hmm. semester. So it's, it's hopeless um yeah, and a, it sounds uncertain it, it's uncertain and also you never progress you never uh, you know you never get a promotion you never get um a change of role i i uh, pretty quickly learned that it wasn't it wasn't a step to becoming an academic you didn't sort of prove yourself by being an adjunct you just stay an adjunct mm. um so Yeah, so I needed to redirect, so Mm -hmm. I did a master's in library school, um, and archives particularly, and I'm going to be coming and volunteering in the Belmont Historical Society, uh, and some other places, to build up my experience quotient, because all the jobs are for people who have two to three years experience, which nobody has when you graduate, so um, that's just going to take a while.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I should say we're both Simmons grads. I graduated with a library science degree in 2013, and I think you're a little more recent in your... Yeah,
1: more recent. 2014,
0: I think, end of 2014. Mm -hmm. Um, So can I ask you, too, I I know you you were talking about how uh, you were kind of on one career path and and Mm -hmm. found it not Mm -hmm. desirable in some ways. Um, I'm just curious still, though, what, uh, you know, why... Why library school and why archives? What was the? the oh, because there? you know books. Yeah. Um, still books, it, it's yeah.
1: it's still books and it's still stories, and uh, when I was doing my PhD, um, which I loved so much, mm. um, I I came, it, it was a very kind of lateral move, um, from literature that my masters I was doing Shakespeare and marriage law. Mm-hmm. As you do. Um, And I found when I was doing Shakespearean marriage law um, that what interested me were actually the little anecdotes that I came across in reading the archival material um, where I was sort of looking at, I was examining. Um, the laws that underpinned Shakespeare's plots for example in Romeo and Juliet you know how young is too young to get married then and now how young and too young were people when they were getting married Mm. and um, that kind of thing Um, with Hamlet I was looking at um, was remarriage considered bigamy in Catholic faith at the time Mm. Um, and issues around that and um, because while of obviously you're not married to two people on earth what about when you go to heaven and you're married to two people Mm. you see then it suddenly becomes bigamy and it's awkward Mm -hmm. so um so i was very interested in the archival stuff and then my phd i ended up doing in predominantly um, archival material i was looking at writing about a couple of particular women in the renaissance period Mm -hmm. in letters and um, the idea of turning women's history into stories and pulling on archetypes and stereotypes and um, gossiping about them in a way that made them into um, these kind of archetypes and stereotypes and I loved it so much and uh, wrote lots of articles and so on about it but it's not it's not very useful as such, it's mm. not something I can teach to other people or that um, I can give a class in so I um, I realized that I loved working with archival materials. That was probably the happiest time I've ever had in, in mm-hmm. academia was, was the time when I was actually working in archives. And so I thought, well, how can I how can I get myself more of that again? Mm-hmm. And that experience sort of um, being really hands-on with history and materials mm-hmm. um, was what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And when I did archives, um, I did internships and, mm-hmm. and found the same experience that I, I loved working with archives.
0: Belmont has some neat history here, so
1: I think... Oh, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm going to be working on a project to do with um, houses because mm-hmm. people are often interested in the history of their houses. Mm-hmm. And uh, the difficulty is that our current... Uh, our current map and previous maps do not necessarily match, and the street numbering has changed and the na- street names have changed, and mm-hmm. and um, it isn't easy to connect that material back up to right. give the right kind of answer to the right kind of query. Mm. So um, the idea would be to do some cross-referencing. So.
0: Yeah, mm. you know we're the town of home, so I think that, yes. is, a, that is a popular topic here in town. I get yes. questions on that from yes. time to time, mm. so mm. that's great. Mm. Um, so then um, I guess uh, turning it back to, to Belmont and your experience here, I know one of the things you wanted to talk about was just sort of, um, the, you know, the places your family goes and, yeah, en- and enjoys. Yeah, um, yeah. So where's your, where's your favorite place in town for you and your family?
1: Well, it depends on the season. So um, <clears throat> we just had a very happy time and over the April vacation week. My son went for the first time to Habitat camp. Um, and Habitat is a, a place in Belmont where they have – Um, some sort of wilderness areas and also Mm -hmm. um, some cultivated planting Mm -hmm. space and um, he could go and look at you know look for tadpoles and you know and this kind of wilderness experience that um, as is so often reported children just don't get anymore in urban society and so we were delighted that he he got to go and he came back on his first day and said, I fell in a pond, and we're like, <laughs> yes, mission accomplished. Right. You know, he's, he's right. done what we sent him there for. Oh, and they, they, you know, made a pretend beaver dam, you know, sort of dragging stuff into the riddle of the lake. And, oh, he was just so happy. Yeah. So, so that was really lovely. And we, we tried to get into their camp for him
0: for summer. But um, it was booked out back in January. Oh, so wow. it's, it's pretty insane. It sounds popular mm. and very, sounds very really popular. interesting. Um, who, do you know who runs that? Is that the town? Or
1: um, um, it's a, I think it's a non profit. My Habitat is a non profit. Gotcha, yeah, but gotcha.
0: it's, it's based in Belmont. Mm. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Mass okay. Audible oh yeah. yeah that's what mm-hmm. i was wondering because we, we have, have that habitat here in town yeah. that's an audubon yes yes that's them That's mm-hmm. them.
1: Oh, okay great
0: mm-hmm. um and so and then where uh, where else do you guys go and enjoy um, hanging out and
1: in summer we also really love going up to beaver Spray park along with everyone else which is the yeah. main <laughs> problem it gets it, it insanely crowded Yeah, but um, we do love going there and that's a good place to go uh not so much on the weekends which are a bit mad but if you have uh, um, a short release day or a, a teacher development day or, mm-hmm. or something that perhaps not everyone has off. It's mm-hmm. it's a lovely place to go. And it's also really nice in behind there. We, we had a uh, family photo shoot in behind in the autumn leaves um, mm-hmm. in, in, in back of Belmont, um, Beaverbrook. that was very nice in there. Um, we like going to PQ Park, which is very close to where we live. So,
0: um, sorry, Percocet I'm not, Park. Oh, okay, thanks. Yes, yes.
1: Um, and uh, that is going to have a very exciting new development soon um, the uh, PQ Park committee has been working hard on getting funding and they're going to be doing a lot of work to um, improve that which mm-hmm. is going to be very exciting because it's yeah a little rundown yeah. and also not developed a capacity that playground space is gotcha. fairly small but uh, it's also a great area they have tennis courts and we go and hit a ball around, mm-hmm. or it's where my son learned to ride his bike. He's, mm-hmm. they, they have a, a basketball court there. Um, and so it's, yeah, a frequent destination and mm-hmm. for, for many people mm-hmm. um, and for many of the, the uh, preschools in the area. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they, they sort of go there a lot. I know that the um, bilingual preschool that's based in the um, – veterans building that rents the veterans building they go there every day and, and so yeah they get use of that um, we love joey's park over by burbank um, which was donated by family members after their son joey died mm-hmm. which is very sad but what a lovely thing to do mm-hmm. um, and my son also has uh, soccer practice mm-hmm. in the in that playground so yeah. it's sort of we have many stamping grounds all mm-hmm. over Belmont mm-hmm. um and yeah it's it, there's a lot going on here mm-hmm. uh, Belmont Town Day and we went to the the fun run that was recently at Belmont High School mm-hmm. um, my son's done swimming lessons both at Belmont High School and at um the open air pool mm-hmm. whose name I can never remember um, um the Underwood Underwood yes yeah. that's
0: right um, and so, yeah, lot, lots of resources going here. Um, yeah, it sounds like you guys like to be outdoors and active. Yeah. Yes, some, yeah. something, you know, get us out of the house. Right? Yeah. Is that something you grew up with in New Zealand? Is that um, common?
1: No, it wasn't so necessary because we had more of a backyard and... Mm-hmm. and um, we lived in a cul-de-sac where, you know, you could just go play in the street, but here mm-hmm. um, we live in a two-family, we have almost no yard, mm-hmm. you know, and we're conscious of noise because of the other family that we live with, and so it's sort of getting out of the house to make noise, mm-hmm. it's very important, right. um, it's, you know, at least some of every day of every weekend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, we go to lots of parks and other places. So. Oh,
0: that's great. Mm. Um, and uh, I think you, one of the things you had mentioned you might want to talk about was your, your home ownership and
1: Yes, yes, yes. So, um, yeah, we, we bought one of these old homes of Valmont, and um, so it was sort of quite interesting for us. So we, we were going to be doing some renovations over the summer, so we've been uh, finding out quite a lot about um, all the things that they did back in, I think it was built between 1912 and 1916,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and... Um, Apparently, we we live in Hull Street, uh, H U L L, and that's just off Trapello Road. And apparently, that street didn't used to exist. Um, And a lot of the Belmont streets are named after trees, and that's how you can know which are the original names. So, Walnut Street and Beach Street existed, they were both tree names. But then. someone else came in and subdivided in between them and created a new street and new properties. And oh, okay. this is why none of us have yards Yeah. that previously they had these very long, um, basically lifestyle farm block mm-hmm. size spaces. Mm-hmm. And then they, they chopped the yards off mm-hmm. and made them into a new line of houses with a new road in between them. And, um, Someone I was talking to said it used to be called the Italian Quarter of Belmont because oh, okay. it was all the time ta- all owned by these Italian families. Yeah. And one of the notable things about the Italian families is that they didn't celebrate Halloween. So everyone just okay. knew that on trick or treat, you just don't bother going S- down those streets. S- skip Hull Street, yeah. And funnily enough, uh, Hull Street is still totally dead on Halloween. We, we, we're out there <laughs> trying to give candy away. We just can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we, yeah, my son and, and his dad go a few streets further over to, to be in the middle of things. Right. Um, and, yeah, a lot of the houses on our street are, are probably built about the same time, the same development. Yeah. Um, they're all two families. They're all sort of, you know, the wooden porch and mm-hmm. the bay window and very, very similar. And we've been... in the house of our neighbor um on the, on the right hand side and uh to you know sort of have a look at some development that she did that we were thinking of doing mm-hmm. like um enclosing the porch and things mm-hmm. like that and yeah it's the same oh there's my china cabinet oh there's my you know it's the same yep. details.
0: Um, and yeah. I think that's a common style to it's, this area. Actually, style. I grew up with that sort of exactly. style, seeing that style too, with the built-in hutch and yes, that's the, right. the room to room to room sort of exactly, way out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. Love that
1: too. And um, and we're going to be doing what a lot of people do, which is sort of knock down some walls and make it a bit more open plan and mm-hmm. and uh, move things around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it was. Um, when we bought it, it had been owned by the Salvucci family, um, which fits with the Italian quarter sure. side of things. And uh, it was uh, in that family for a long time. And then, um, when the lady became deceased, she uh, passed the inheritance on to three children um, who were, I think, nieces and nephews. But I'm going out of my knowledge mm-hmm. here so I will get more vague um, about family members and uh, and then they sold it mm-hmm. and, and split the cost so that was where our house came from but I'm learning many things about old houses and our our most recent discovery is asbestos oh Um, no that's tough yes but uh you know knob and tube wiring and oil tanks and and all sorts of things that um are not part of my experience at all because our our homes are um on the whole brick Mm -hmm. and uh, built sort of between the 20s and the 50s Mm -hmm. um and a, a very different style we don't do the two family thing in New Zealand oh, okay. because we have more space it, mm-hmm. it tends to be something people do when they are living in quite a built up area yeah. with a, um, and not a lot of room to spread out yeah. so yeah it's, it, it's been quite different
0: yeah. um, for me so that's him. It. it sounds like you you yourself have an interest then in the history of houses and I I th- I do now at least, at least now yeah <laughs> I do so now fit right it in.
1: W- it's the sort of thing of you start looking and then you s- then you start noticing things everywhere right. you go like right. you know we sometimes when we're when we're on our way to one of the playgrounds or somewhere that we're going you know we'll, we'll cruise a little bit and look at people's porches and what have they done and where mm-hmm. have they positioned the windows mm-hmm. and how they're doing things to to get ideas yeah. because uh, one of our other ambitions is to dormer the roof and, mm. and push up and have some more um, space up the top, and mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of people have done it. What what style looks nice? What style looks, looks less good? And, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. And we've got shingles at the moment, so one of one of the discussions that we've had is um, keeping shingles in order to keep um, a little bit of the historic feel, mm-hmm. um, rather than going with the sort of far Horizontal, full length mm-hmm. vinyl boarding, mm-hmm. um, which gives the house a more modern look.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, I just funny coincidence. I've renov- I've worked with my husband renovating a couple of our houses. So, oh, right. Uh, yeah. So okay. if I see around the library. Ask me. Yes. You know, ask me uh, if you want to renovation you know. questions. Yeah. Yeah. I might, I might have input. You know, you never know. I, it sounds okay. like you've done. A lo- you're going to do more extensive than what we've done. But um. But yes. I've been there with knob oh, and two. Yes. Sort of oh so. yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. yes. It's it's, it's a learning experience. It sure is.
1: All right.
0: Well, um, well, I want to thank you very much for coming in. We really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. Absolutely. um, Great to meet you.
1: Great to meet you too.